This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 803, Don't Get Irked by IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. In today's show, you'll learn super fun and high-scoring vocabulary to talk about things you actually don't like on your next IELTS speaking test. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? How are you today? I am doing well. That sounded very, very formal. Very formal. Um, hello, madam. <laughs> hello. How are you today? How do you do today? <laughs> no, just felt like being formal for a minute. Now let's go back to being ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're so not formal. formal I no. really struggle with like having to be formal and serious. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I do ever have to be formal and serious, though, no. but it would be a struggle. Yes, it would be <laughs> if we had to. Luckily, I mean, that's why I chose not to work in the corporate world, because I didn't want to be formal and serious. Ugh. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable for me. Oh, if yeah. I can't, like, be silly or make fun of stuff, oh, then yeah. I just, I, I'm not being myself, first yeah, of all. I'm, like, yeah, very yeah. inauthentic. And then, like, I'm just, like, I feel gross. Like, I don't want to be mm. in that situation <laughs> yeah I mean in a sense it kind of deadens everything it kind of makes our lose uh, makes us lose our life energy like what makes us unique we should be able to express yes so, but yeah exactly <laughs> it does like um I must say if I am meeting someone new and having a conversation with them and they don't get my jokes or they don't mm -hmm. like laugh or mm -hmm. like they're not silly at all. Yeah. It is a bit unpleasant. I it's must a little say. boring. It's a little boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I agree. If, if you don't feel like someone <laughs> really gets you on some level, at least it's, it doesn't like, there's nothing there to engage with. Right. Yeah. And so you just have to be like, my time is worth more than this. I'm going to stop talking to you and go do something else. Um, so guys, this little conversation here at the beginning is useful and connects to our topic today because we are talking about vocabulary that you guys can use on the IELTS speaking test to talk about things that you don't like. Yeah, I love it. And we're going to go into that in just a minute, but I want to make sure we give a shout out to a yes. very important member of our team, Gaspar. Yeah. So guys, I'm not sure if you've heard Gaspar's name before or if you know who he is, but he's our audio editor, our podcast editor, and he works so hard to make sure that this show gets published three times a week and the other All Ears English podcast gets published four times a week. Right, Jessica? Yes. And I actually had the most lovely, lovely Skype chat with Gaspar yes. the other day. And yes, 
He yeah. is amazing, you guys. Amazing. And as soon as we ask him to do anything, because yes. there's a lot to do for both shows, right? Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. on it He's and does it. such a good job every single time. Yeah. I mean, we could not produce this show without him. That's clear. Like, this yeah. would not be what we've created as a team without Gaspar. So, big shout out to you, Gaspar. And guys, just shout out on Instagram or social media. Say thanks, Gaspar. Okay. Awesome. Yes. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so guys, you do have to talk about things you don't like in IELTS speaking part one sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, We are going to do some sample answers a bit later in the show, guys, so you can hear what those questions and answers are. But let's get into the vocabulary. Um, What is an interesting high-level way to say that you don't like something, Lindsay? Yeah, so I, I think this one's interesting. It's to be irked. Right. Yes. So I am irked by or I get irked by. I say I am irked by something more often than I get irked by. Um, I say I say you? what what irks me mm, is. Mm, yeah, okay. That could that could be it too, right? So a couple different ways to use this, but it doesn't mean super, super angry. It's kind of more annoyed, something that's annoying to you, I exactly. think. Exactly. So this is important, guys. Pay attention to these definitions today because They don't all just mean don't like. There are different levels to these words, right? So irk isn't like you hate it or whatever. It's just like, nah, it's it's a bit frustrating. It's a bit annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Mm -hmm. what irks me about my new home is... Mm, it's kind of cold inside my new home. I oh, don't know. No. I love my new home. It was, <laughs> it was hard to think of something that irked me. <laughs> yeah. I, what, what irks me about our neighborhood here, luckily we have a parking spot. Thank goodness. But parking is awful in this neighborhood. It's really hard to find parking. Um, so that really, that can definitely irk me sometimes. Yes. Oh gosh. I hate parking. I will park like, I will leave so early and park like half a mile away from something so I don't have to pay for parking or like search and parallel park. I hate Mm -hmm. doing those things. Yeah, parallel parking is tricky and paying parking is annoying. So that makes sense. So annoying. (laughs) Um, And, you know, parallel parking can enrage me sometimes because I am not good at it. And it's really hard and frustrating. So I would say that is a higher level of being annoyed or frustrated, right? To be enraged by something is to be like so angry at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. And as I've done my East Coast to not exactly West, West Coast move, but middle of the country move out here in the West, I've noticed that there are way more enraged drivers on the East Coast than out here in the West. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I could imagine. Yeah. yeah. Bostonians are insane behind the wheel. They'll, they'll sit on their horns. They they pull U-E's, U-turns constantly. Um, oh, that's annoying. They're awful drivers. <laughs> they're awful. <laughs> so, but they're, and they're rageful. Right? Is that a word? Rageful. They're just, they're enraged yeah. all the time. They're angry behind the Ugh. wheel. Yeah. <laughs> that is dangerous. So that's, that's the second word yeah. guys enraged. So that's a great adjective to feel, to be enraged on the driving point. Yeah. I could say that my pet peeve about mm 
Portland drivers is they are too nice and they are so slow. <laughs> like I am in the fast lane for a reason, you guys. I like to drive fast. That's so funny. And there are drivers in the fast lane going the speed limit. That's not oh, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Opposite situation. You should be living yes. in Boston. Clearly. I, know. <laughs> I think I would thrive in that situation. You would. You would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so pet peeve. Um, can you think of an example of a pet peeve you have, Lindsay? Yeah. I mean, if we just keep it to my new apartment, we'll keep it into one contained space. My pet peeve about this new apartment is just that the the switches are set up, the light switches in the wrong place. It's not intuitive, oh, no. right? So you walk into the kitchen in the morning and you, you're turning right to go towards the island area. There should be a switch right there by your hand, but it's over yeah. in the left behind the couch. It just doesn't make any sense. So that my pet is peeve weird. is when apartments are set up in a very non-intuitive way. Like the, the designers didn't walk through the house and say, we need a switch here and we need to switch right. here. Yeah. My my new place has some things like that too. Yeah. The kitchen switch is not in the kitchen. It's so weird. <laughs> um, okay. Now, uh, a polite way to say that um, you don't like something is to describe it as being unpleasant. Yeah. I use that in the beginning of the show in our chat, but this is like very polite, a little bit formal, but totally fine for speaking part one. Um, so yeah, let's see. What is unpleasant? Um, gosh, I just, I don't like being negative. It is hard to think of examples for well, these. <laughs> that's good. That's a good thing. It means you love your life. I mean, that, that's a good thing that you don't. I mean, I could say back the reason, part of the reason I left Boston is the weather was quite gray. You know, we had, especially nice. the month of November, just dark and gray and dreary. So unpleasant weather. Yeah. That is a great example. I think that is the perfect way. We do use that phrase to describe for weather sure. a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. it's it's unpleasant outside. Yeah, <laughs> for awesome. sure. For sure. And I love how as we're going down to the next few words, these words are getting more polite, right? More, totally. Like kinder, more polite, more controlled. <laughs> yeah, so. it's, it's a funny progression we have going today. So um, the last phrase we want to teach you guys, and this is something that my son James thought of, actually, because he and I were brainstorming vocabulary this morning morning on the way yeah. to school. And um, he thought of this one, which is super polite. I don't care for it. That's um, awesome. It sounds like very formal, like a little bit like you need a British accent. I don't care for it. Right. That was a terrible accent. But yes, um, <laughs> let's see. I don't care for windy afternoons. Oh, because, okay. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, why? I just, I posted an Instagram video about this today. My haircut doesn't work in the wind. That's mm. why. Um, it just, it doesn't. It blows the wrong way and it looks bad. So I don't care for windy afternoons. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I like this one. It is more polite. It's often used around food. I think I, I think of that. You know, I don't True. care. For example, I don't care for Twizzlers candy. You know, I'd much rather oh, have that. Skittles or M&Ms rather than Twizzlers candy. Me um, too. Or yeah. I don't care for here in Denver. I don't care for the low humidity, actually, to be honest. A lot of people like oh. that, but I don't like that because my hair is awful out here. <laughs> That's funny. We both thought of things connected to hair. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, so right after this very short break, we are going to give you sample answers yes. using this vocab for IELTS Speaking Part 1. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, and we are back. Welcome back to the show. Um, okay, Lindsay, are you ready for some sample answers? Absolutely. I'm ready, Jessica. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Um, Lindsay, what did you not like about your hometown? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, my hometown, as you probably know, is famous for a couple things. Famous for the most pumpkins in one place and famous for <laughs> Jumanji being where Jumanji was filmed. But there were a few things, I have to be honest, a few pet peeves I had about my hometown. Um, and that was the fact that I had to drive everywhere. I don't like that. I don't like having to get in the car car and drive if I want to get somewhere. So it was a very non-walkable city. And that always irked me because at times I just wanted to get a little more exercise. And even when I go back and visit now, I have to get in the car, which doesn't enrage me, but it's a little unpleasant to always be sitting in the car. Oh my God, that was so good. You used like almost all of the new vocabulary. Yeah. That was awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, you have to take notes today for sure. Yeah. Um, that was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Okay, but you totally brushed over this detail. Which, oh, I did. Oops. What? No, I mean, it was a great answer, but... Yeah. What? The most pumpkins in one place? Oh, I brushed over. Yeah, yeah. So the reason, so this is actually, this is interesting for our listeners. So here's a question. So I wanted to introduce my town by talking about two things it's famous for. And the reason I didn't go into more detail was that I was worried that I wasn't getting to the answer quick enough. What are your thoughts on that? That No, that's perfect. Because presumably you would have been asked about good things to describe your hometown about before this, right? So Mm -hmm. you would have already given that information. Mm -hmm. So guys, you don't want to repeat anything on the speaking test. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like part of your answer would repeat what you already said, Mm -hmm. then just say something like, well, you know, as I said before about the pumpkins, um, (laughs) you could reference it, but then quickly move on from there. Okay, so just to reiterate, so it's likely that our listeners in speaking part one would get a question just before this, what are the things you like about your hometown? Do these always come together on the test? Yeah, totally. So first it would be like, did you grow up in a big city or a small town or Uh, where mm -hmm. did you grow up? Something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, what did you like about growing up there? Mm -hmm. What did you enjoy about your hometown? And then the third possible question would be like, what did you not like about your hometown? So they often come in pairs, right? Asking you what's great about it. And then there'll be another follow-up question like, but what's not great about it? (laughs) Good to know. So when we do these sample answers on the show, guys, we don't have time for the whole speaking test, right? So you just have to keep in mind, these are never going to be isolated. These are always going to be in a set of questions. So that's really good to know. But yeah, I can tell you this. um, My my town was famous because it had the pumpkin festival, which for like for 15 years, running when I was a kid, it was in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most pumpkins in one place <laughs> in the world. That That's is what insane. that is insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> and but it was like our thing. It's what we did in Keene, New Hampshire for so many years. Unfortunately, then like a few years ago it got canceled because there was like violence and I don't know. My town is kind of oh, going gosh. downhill now. Yeah. Which is oh. too bad. But anyways, that's, that's what that's about. <laughs> oh, no, that's very interesting. I'm 
<laughs> I had no idea. It's funny that that like weird little fact has never come up on the show before. Little factoid. I know. I know. It's good. We learn a lot about our, our lives here through this show for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. So definitely listen to today's show a couple times. We have a bunch of amazing vocabulary at the beginning. And then the sample answer that Lindsay just gave mm. was perfect using like <laughs> all the new vocab. Um, But that's not enough if you're going to get a seven or higher on Mm -hmm. your speaking exam. You need the system of strategies for the whole speaking test because the Mm -hmm. examiner's listening for different things in speaking part one, part two, part three. And you need to know all of those details. Exactly. Maybe the best place actually for our listeners to start would be with the score quiz. What do you think, Jessica? Because that is so popular. You know, a lot of people who have taken this score quiz, basically you can't get it anywhere else online, guys. We've created it based on Jessica's experience for 14 years as an examiner. And it's just about seven questions you answer in two minutes. And it gives you an estimated band score. Exactly. Guys, this is literally the only tool (laughs) that will give you an estimated band score in two minutes. I mean, we like harnessed this internet pop quiz phenomenon (laughs) and made it for you guys. So definitely, guys, check this out. It's not just about the two minutes quiz. Like, yes, you get your estimated IELTS band score. That's amazing Mm -hmm. to know approximately where you're at right now. But what is the best thing, guys? is you get resources specifically that we made for that score. So say you're estimated at a six, you get materials for that level, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's incredible, Mm -hmm. guys. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score and check that out. Yeah, that's the perfect place to get started. All right, Jessica, this has been fun. So enjoy your your week and I'll talk to you very soon. All right, sounds good. Bye, All right, take care, bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.